Swung up, launched to left field deep. Van going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. And a miraculous comeback by the A's in the ninth is capped by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won the game. And the final is five to four. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. I'm Alex Jensen. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. And, well, Ken, uh, game 161, and the Astros, they needed to win one of these last two games, and they really flexed their muscles tonight. Yeah, they did, Alex. It was a tough effort. You know, Paul Blackburn gives it the best he has, but he has to be fine with his command, as you know, and he just didn't quite have it today. And the Astros right now... You know, looking to clinch and, and make sure they secured the home field for the division series, and they pretty much pounced on every mistake he made. Well, you mentioned Blackburn, but, I, you know, a bright spot tonight, and you talked about it throughout the game, was the effort of James Caprillion. I know he gave up the run and made an error, but I mean, you, you mentioned his stuff looked really good and, and really only one mistake throughout the course of the game, and Brantley jumped all over it. Yeah, and drove in two with that ball to right center for the triple, or James might have gotten through four innings without giving up a run. As it was, it was uh, three and a third and, and two runs for him. But yeah, I think it's, you know, beside the, the raw numbers, the fact that he was able to get through the season yeah. and had that little brief stretch when his shoulder was a little sore and he missed just one start back then in the second half. But he maintained his velocity and his stuff was good. And so this is just, a, I think, a brief trip to the bullpen for James and that he'll be back in the starting rotation when next year begins. Well, and I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. I mean, we talked about the rotation before in, for next year before the game today in our, during our pregame show. And there is going to be an interesting mix for that potential fifth starter spot. I mean, Paul Blackburn, despite today's you know, outing, was, you know, I mean, he was impressive at times with the A's down the stretch. Dalton Jeffries uh, was quality during spring training and out of the bullpen. And that's going to be an in- assuming, you know, this entire pitching staff is intact, that's going to be something to watch come spring training. Yeah, yes and no, maybe. It could be they just go back to the five guys that pitched most of this year, right? You could go Manaya, Montas, right. and Caprillion. And uh, Bassett and Irvin could be your five guys, depending on how things shake out in the offseason, with the hope that they all come back. And if that's the case, the A's are in pretty good shape. They don't have a lot of depth in the minor leagues. And I think this is a big offseason for Dalton Jeffries because, you know, he's been dealing with the injury bug again this year. And we've seen what he can do when he's healthy, Alex, Mm -hmm. as you know. But he just hasn't been able to sustain that. So, I mean, the hope will be that Alex – that. that Dalton can go to spring training and regain full health next year because they're going to need him. I mean, you have to have depth in your rotation. I want to get to two of these highlights, and then we'll let you get out of here, Ken. But uh, in the first inning, you know, Starling Marte got the A's on the board off of uh, Houston starter Jake Odorizzi. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Starling Marte with Kemp at first, and Starling on a breaking ball shoots it to left center for a base hit up the alley. Kemp's at second, turning second. It's bobbled in left center by Alvarez, and Kemp's around third, comes to the plate. He's going to score the game's first run. Marte dives into third, and the A's lead 1-0. Starling Marte drills the ball and passed the diving attempt of the shortstop, Diaz. Then the ball winds up in left center. Jordan Alvarez, not the most accomplished left fielder, went to his left and just reached down and couldn't play it. And then the ball rolled away from him and Kemp able to score. And it's one nothing athletics. You know, I don't know where Starling Marte is going to be next year, if he's going to be in the green and gold or elsewhere. But, 
you know, if he's not here, Ken, I'm really going to miss watching this dude play every day. I'd say we're the first place he's going to be, and that's going to be the bank. <laughs> that's a good point. You know, I mean, he's, you know, he's still in his prime, and I don't know how many years he's going to get, but he's, he's just been so impressive that you figure there'll be a lot of teams really interested in him and his services next year. But, no, you're right, Alex. He's been great. One thing that really surprised me about him, down on the field in, when I was you know, in for you back in August, that guy is built like a tank, man. I mean, he's, he's not just a, a speedy dude with a, a quick bat. He is, he is really put together. No, and beside the, you know, missing the couple of games earlier on this trip, he's been really durable, too, and he's played almost every day. And, no, he's, he's almost a 5 to a guy, and he, he didn't show a lot of power for the A's, but he has, I think, 20 to 25 homers in him, and he's done that before in his career. So you're right. I mean, there's, there's very little that he can't do. All right, later in the first, uh, actually one batter later with Marte on third base, Chad Pinder made it 2 nothing. Pinder's up, infield back, and Chad swings and lines one to right, up the alley, long run for Myers, a center fielder. He's not going to get it. The ball hits off the base of the wall. Scoring is Marte. Going to second with a double is the red-hot Pinder, and the A's lead 2-0 in the first. Chad Pinder shoots one off the wall in right center at Minute Maid Park. You know, Chad Pinder, I mean, I think tonight was his 74th game. I mean, he's missed a lot of time this year, Ken, but... Just something about him. He's got, you know, you hear the guys talk about his leadership in the clubhouse, how he's kind of a glue guy, his ability to play all these different positions. I mean, when he's healthy, he really helps this club. And I don't think he's a platoon player for me. And, I, you know, he's playing now almost out of necessity because the A's are, you know, trying to find healthy bodies. But he's been doing some damage against righties in September and now early in October. Uh, almost hit one off the wall to deep left center, wrong part of the ballpark, and Myers went it down in the seventh inning for the Astros tonight, or he might have had another extra base hit. So, yeah, we've talked about Chad a lot over the years. He's a, a really talented young player, and maybe, I guess, not so young anymore, but uh, he's a plus right fielder for me, so I think he's, he's the kind of guy I'd like to see him play almost every day. Just give him a job and, and hope he can stay healthy, and and I think he could put up some really good numbers. I totally agree. Well, every game starting at noon Pacific time yep. tomorrow, Ken. I mean, this is going to be the Mariners are still leading 3-1. to one. The Angels have a runner on first with one out in the sixth against Chris Flexen. But this is going to be wild tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, well, the Yankees and the Red Sox are still in the driver's seat despite the Yankees losing the first two games to the Rays. So if the Yankees and Red Sox win, they're going to play each other on Tuesday in Boston in the wildcard game. So if you're, if you're the Mariners and if you're the Blue Jays, you still need some help tomorrow. But it could be that chaotic four-way tie scenario. That's in play. And if the Dodgers go on, they have a big lead, right, against the Brewers still. And so right down the street from where we are, you know, the Giants are playing to hopefully avoid a, a wildcard game themselves. Or it would be a playoff game on Monday if they were to lose and the Dodgers win tomorrow. So they'd have to play on Monday out here to, to see who wins the West. It's going to be and it's good for the game. I mean, to have a day like this where you have so much going on to see who makes the postseason, however many teams are making the postseason going forward, having a day like we're going to have on, on 162, whatever happens tomorrow, it's good for the game. It is. It's great. No, I agree 100%. Let's see, it's 7-1 Dodgers over the Brewers in the seventh. Right. So, yeah, I mean, you want, it, you want action the last day. I mean, that's, and that's the reason that they decided to, 
to move the starting time so everybody plays at the same time. So you have all this stuff going on, and the scoreboard watching is really compelling. So, no, you're right. It's going to be a fun day. Well, Ken, uh, sleep fast, as I know you guys say, and they say uh, have a great call tomorrow. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Well, great job by you this year with us and filling in when you did in your various roles. So we appreciate all the work you did this year, Alex. Thank you very much, Ken. It means a lot. All right, man. All right, Ken. All right, that is Ken Korak after uh, the A's fall today by the final of 10-4 to to the Astros in Houston at Minute Maid Park. And the number once more, 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Yeah, I mean, you think about tomorrow. And I've got the, the, the tie-breaking scenarios in front of me uh, here for the American League wild card. And really, it's pretty straightforward. If, if the scenario happens where all four teams tie for both wild card spots, so you've got four teams with the same record, it's basically a four-team playoff. Team A plays Team B, and Team C plays Team D. And the winner of those two games meet in the AL wild card, of course, you know, teams A, B, C, and D will, will be the way they're seated will be, you know, determined by head to head matchups. Uh, if it's a two way tie for one wild card, again, very straightforward, a one game tiebreaker. Home field advantage goes to the team with the better head to head record. But we really get into the weeds here when three teams tie for a wild card teams A, B, and C, and in, in, you know, in, in a scenario where three teams tie for one wild card spot, teams A, B, and C would be assigned uh, and they would. You know, team B would be at Team A, and the winner of that game would play at home against Team C. So anyway, we'll get we'll get more into that as we uh, we move along here on the A's Clubhouse Show. The number again is eight three three six two five two two seven eight. That's eight three three six two five two two seven eight. A's fall tonight by the final of ten to four. We'll get to your phone calls next on the A's Clubhouse Show. In London, it's ten p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday, and in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. This is A's Clubhouse. A's fall tonight by the final of 10 to 4 in Houston. Game 161 for Minute Maid Park. The number 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. I'm Alex Jensen in for Chris Townsend tonight. And uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Dan in Westwood. Dan, what's up? Yeah, I have a couple questions, okay? Yes, sir. I don't know if it was the 80s or 90s when we had Jason Jambi and Miguel Dejada, and then all of a sudden we couldn't afford to pay them uh, to stay on the team, so we traded them away. I want to know what we're going to do with Matt Chapman and Matt Olson 
uh, when they get that way? Are we just going to trade them away, or are we going to keep them if we get a new ballpark? Well, Dan, if you have the answer, I want you to let me know. I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, you know, a new ballpark is is a ways off. You know, so if that's the way we're thinking, then um, you know, I mean, at least five years, you would think, right? So then they won't, then yeah. they won't see the day that we open the ballpark. We're going to be at another Miguel Dejada and Jason Giambi. So when these guys get too expensive in two or three years, we, they won't be on the A's again or anymore. And another thing, I was looking at the statistics. We actually had a bullpen, I forget which year, that was exactly like what we're seeing now. The manager couldn't figure out who he was going to put in, kept blowing saves. I mean, we've seen this scenario as baseball fans a lot. No doubt. Through the years. No doubt. But I know one thing Townie always talks about is how fickle bullpens can be, right? I mean, a bullpen can change from year to year to year to year. And, you know, we just heard Ken talk about there's not a whole lot of pitching in the system right now. But, you know, you turn Lou Trevino around and maybe he has a better year next year. Maybe we see something. I know it's going back to 2018, but maybe we see something like the 2018 Lou Trevino. You bring a couple, you know, you bring in a couple under the radar guys. I mean, remember at one point, you know, Liam Hendricks was DFA'd by the A's. So he yeah. was he was completely off the radar. Now he's, you know, an all-star closer, you know, making – you know, just received a huge contract, and he's one of the best closers in all of baseball, one of the best relievers in all of baseball. So these things can change from you. I mean, there's no doubt, right, Dan, that, that the bullpen was an Achilles heel for the A's down the stretch, right? Obviously. And no doubt about obviously, it. Obviously, one last question. Where do you think the A's would have been if they were to keep Leon Hendricks and they were able to keep the second baseman that they had of last year? Marcus Simeon? Yeah, 44 home runs, guy that closes the game. Where do you think we'd be? We probably wouldn't even be talking about the A's not making the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I think there are a lot of scenarios with the guys they have right now where we'd be talking about the A's, you know, making the playoffs. But, yeah, you had those two guys. I don't think there's any doubt it makes you a better team. I saw a stat from Martin Gallegos, Dan, uh, you know, in the middle of the A's 10-game losing streak, which ended up being a 12-game losing streak to the Mariners. If the A's went 500 in those games against the Mariners down the stretch, they would have had the first wild. They would have been in, in, you know, in the first wild card position, the number one wild card team. So we'd be talking about a wild card game here at the Coliseum next week. So yeah, we'd be talking about half the games they lost in the late innings if they won half of those games. Right. Wouldn't matter what they did with the Mariners, they won half the games against the other teams. We'd be in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean it's just you know. That's the way it goes sometimes, right? I mean, you know, you look at these teams that that succeed in, in August and September and into October, I mean, they, they've all got power arms coming out of their bullpen. And the A's just didn't have that this year. You know, Yusmero Petit had been so good for this club over the last few years. You know, he just didn't have it this year, right? Sergio Romo hit a couple bumps in the road. And when you're not blowing smoke, you know, I mean, it just – you and you get predictable, you fall behind in the count, it's just it's tougher to get outs. And you look back at the preseason. I mean, you know, the A's signed Trevor Rosenthal to be their closer. I know that's going back to spring training, but you throw him in this bullpen, you throw one more power arm in this bullpen, you have a different outlook. And maybe you're not looking at some of these close losses. Yeah, that's probably true. But I think that was a big key. But thing is, we had like four or five months to replace that to a degree. And we didn't replace it. We replaced the two 
players down Mar- Marty and uh, Harris, right? Marte and Harris and Harrison and Young. Where Gomes would we and- be without? Where would we be without these guys? If they hadn't played as well as they did, well, really that, being talked in last place. Yeah, that's a great quote. Where would they be without Andrew Chafin as well, right? They did try to address yeah. the bullpen, but those, keep in mind, I mean, bullpen arms when it comes to the trade deadline, pitching is the most expensive thing that you can that you can go after, right? That's going to cost you the most in terms of prospects. And the A's just didn't have a whole lot. You know, you look at the farm system rankings. I mean, the A's just didn't have a whole lot to offer. And, you know, the top prospects, you know, maybe they didn't want to part with those guys. So, I mean, you're looking well, at, I mean, really when it gets to be the trade deadline, when it gets to trade deadline time, it's literally an arms race. Who can acquire the most pitching? Who can acquire the most pitching late in the games? You know, look at the White Sox. They gave up their second baseman of the future to go get Craig Kimbrell to pitch the eighth inning for him. You know, that, that'd be like, yeah. I mean, seriously, that'd be like giving up, you know, would you be comfortable giving up a Matt Chapman for someone like that? I mean, that's what you're thinking about. Yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying. I just think Marte, we need to try to find out how to sign that guy because <laughs> he brings like a Ricky Henderson attitude to the far as to the game of running the bases. No this doubt. guy's a player. No doubt about it. That's what we've been missing for the last probably five to ten years, somebody that could actually steal a base, get on base and get on second, and we could drive men. We need to get away from the long ball and go back to a little bit of small ball. Yeah, and I thank you for the phone call, Dan. And I I think we're trending back that way as a game and getting away from some a, a whole lot of the three true outcomes, getting more to exciting athleticism. All right, let's take a break. We'll come right back on A's Clubhouse. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. We'll be back after this. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. Hey, A's fans. Want to get away? Southwest Airlines has you covered. Southwest Airlines offers direct flights from Oakland to Hawaii, where you can catch some rays, ride the waves, or relax on the beach. Not a Rapid Rewards member? Sign up for free today to earn points when you fly. Learn more at Southwest.com. Southwest Airlines, an official partner of the Oakland A's. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday, and in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. Get stylish, durable flooring for your home that will last a lifetime and get it installed with help from Lowe's. Get Stainmaster Pet Protect Carpet starting at just $199 per square foot and Pergo Wet Protect Laminate starting at $249 per square foot, both with limited lifetime warranties. Order now only at Lowe's. Home to any budget, home to any possibility. Install available in-store only and through independent contractors. See Lowe's.com for details and licensing. U.S. only. See Lowe's.com product detail page for more warranty information. 
three and one in the pitch to Kemp. And that's swung on by Tony. Line to right, a base set. It's 10 to four. And scoring from third is Chapman. And Davis advances to second. And Kemp delivers a line drive base hit. And Tony has four hits tonight. And it's 10 to four Astros with two out in the eighth. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. That is Tony Kemp's first career four-hit game. We talked about, you know, Tony Kemp in the pregame show. Ken and I, he's had a heck of a year. I mean, a career high in games played, at bats, played appearances, batting average. He's hitting 278 with a 383 on base. And we, we talked about Chad Pinder going down. This is a guy that's really filled that role in nicely, playing second base, the corner outfield spots. A career year for Tony Kemp. We want to talk about where would the A's be without certain guys. I'm not sure where the A's would be without Tony Kemp. Again, the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. A's fall to the Astros tonight by the final of 10-4 in game 161. I'm Alex Jensen in for Chris Townsend on this Saturday. Let's go back out to the phones and Greg in San Luis Obispo. Hey, how we doing, Alex? Hey, how what's happening man? tonight? Oh, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Well, it's it's uh <laughs> coming down the stretch here and uh I'm a little I'm a little confused and want to maybe get your thoughts on it on, on why Cap is not in the rotation but Paul Blackburn is. I mean, I mean Paul Blackburn's Five and a half ERA. I mean, I can't remember the last time he had a quality start. You know, it seems like Cap is has been out of sorts somewhat coming out of the bullpen, and I just don't understand the thinking behind that. I don't understand, you know, why why that's even going on. I, I kind of wanted to get your you know get your opinion on that. Yeah, I mean, I I think that certainly his injury history plays a role, you know, and and he's a guy that they have big plans for. Right. I mean, and you know, he was out with that little shoulder deal. I think that was late August uh, around the right. time that Paul Blackburn stepped into the rotation. I mean, this is a guy in James Caprillion. Let's go to his minor league numbers. I mean, he's dealt with injuries his entire career. I mean, he's thrown over 119 innings this season and his previous high. I mean, the only time he eclipsed 68 innings since he graduated high school was in 2004, 2009. Pardon me, twice. The last time he did it was in 2015 at UCLA. The most innings that he's thrown as a professional, 68 in 2019. So I think, you know, you, you, you got a guy that you want to be careful with. You know he's a big part of your future. I mean, I agree with you. I, I think we saw a lot to like from James Caprillion this year, right? We saw some of that bulldog mentality, you know, a guy that can, you know, that has four pitches for a strike. And I think you combine that with the fact that, you know, Blackburn – for every time that maybe he was on the chopping block, you know, I'm looking at his game log right now. September 4th, he gives up four runs on nine hits and three and two-thirds. Back that up with another four-run outing and two and two-thirds. But then he beats the Royals with, you know, two runs over five innings. And his last, you know, his last start, he had actually pitched pretty well against the Astros, giving up just one run on three hits and in five innings. So I think, Greg, upside-wise, I, I agree with you. I mean, James Caprillion certainly has the brighter future as a, as a future member of the A's rotation. But I think it's maybe a combination of those two things. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, you know, with, with the season, you know, pretty much over and, you know, the A's obviously not advancing, it, it was probably – I didn't think about that. That's a good point. It was probably for, you know – Air on the side of caution, kind of deal with with his injury history. So that 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 kind of spells that out. Um, 
I never thought I'd say this, but coming out of tomorrow, I'm wondering who's going to finish with the better average, Matt Chapman or Seth Brown. I mean, that's just <laughs> that's just painful for me to say. I think I think Chappie's got him by about three points right now. I know Seth Brown, you know, got a double his last at bat tonight, and and Chapman grounded out. But I mean, that's just like I said, that's that's sad and scary for me to say. But that's kind of one of the things I'm going to be looking at, you know, tomorrow in this final game. But you know. A lot of questions, not a lot of answers going into this off season, Alex. But you know, if we know one thing, I've I've told Townie, and I'm you know I, I agree with him is is the A's front office always makes moves. They, they they make the the right moves, although some of the moves they made this past off season with you know you know, put, re-signing Petit and you know Mitch Moreland, you know a couple moves didn't work out. They're going to be active. There's no fire sale that that people want to talk about, and I don't I don't think they're looking to do anything as far as a rebuild goes. So. It's going to be an interesting off season, and I look forward to uh, you know to, to, to March and spring training. But um, you know, hopefully, we can go, come out tomorrow, put out a good effort, and uh, you know, slap the Astros and and uh, and, and on, end on a good note. That'd be nice, right? To to end the season with a win over the Astros. I mean, you know, if you look at the A's season series against the Astros, right? They've still won eight out of the last thirteen. This is a team that beat you six straight times, right? to start the season. Yeah. And when it comes to Chapman and Brown, by the way, Chapman is hitting 210, Brown's at, at 209. And when you look at Chappie, I mean, you know, I, I think you can compare Chapman a lot to Matt Olson from last year. I mean, he's getting beat a lot on fastballs. Not something that we saw over his first few years. You know, maybe he created a couple of bad habits, uh, you know, with the injured hip. That's possible. Uh, but, you know, I mean, and I, I'll give him a lot of credit. He took a lot of responsibility. I mean, he really took that on his shoulders. If you heard his his uh, his quotes after the A's were officially eliminated, I mean, he he yeah. really and you can see why he is such a, a presence in that clubhouse. And and as far as it, you know, as it concerns the A's offseason, I've thought about this a lot. But you know, as long as you get the great, why not go at it again with this same core group of guys? You know, I mean, you have a, a pretty good rotation. Uh, you know, Frankie Montas seems like he's taken the leap from a, a guy that is three or four in your rotation up to a, a one or two type of guy. Sean Manaya put together a solid year. We know what Chris Bassett's all about. I think Cole Irvin gave you a pretty good year for the back end of your rotation. You know, you get a better year out of your bullpen, and this is a playoff team. Despite guys like Matt Chapman, who you had big, you know, big expectations for, batting 210. Yeah, and to your point, not only did Olsen struggle last year, look at what Marcus Simeon did. I mean, Marcus Simeon didn't have a great year last year, and he he backed that up with 44 bombs this year. So, right. you know, they're, they're, these guys are in their prime, and, and obviously we're all pulling for Chappie. We, we, you know, we need him to bounce back. He's, he's got to cut down the strikeouts, and he's got to get that average up. But, you know, to your point, I mean, the bullpen is, is, is obviously the glaring weakness with this team, but I, but I think a lot of teams can say that. And, and as we talked about, bullpens are fickle. It's, it's, it doesn't take much to retool your bullpen, and all of a sudden you're back. And, and in years past, the A's have been so good because their bullpen's been so good. So, you know, I have confidence in the front office that, you know, they've struck gold more than they haven't when it comes to quality bullpens, whether it be a Hendricks, you know, whether it be a, a Blake Trinan from a couple years ago. So, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm, a, I, I'm confident, even though I've been disappointed this season, I'm confident going into next year and literally can't wait to be in Arizona in March, brother. Oh, I'm with you, man. Hopefully I see you down there. No doubt, Alex. Thanks, brother. <laughs> Have a good night. All right, Greg. Thanks for the com phone call, man. You too. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, if, if you're listening on a radio station, they are leaving us, so I'm not going to do the whole Chris Townsend imitation, but go ahead and join us on A's Cast after this next break. A's Clubhouse will continue on A's Cast. Again, the number 833-625-2278. We'll be back on A's Cast after this break. 
some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. Whatever California families get into, they trust Honda Pilot to get after it. With all-wheel drive, tons of cargo space, room for eight, and gas mileage so incredible, you can go from the Sierras to the surf on a single tank. And right now, get a family-friendly deal and get after it in a rugged Honda Pilot, CRV, or HRV. Visit your NorCal Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their burial locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you'll get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Swings and drives one. Dead center. Back is Kane to the track. At the wall. Jumps. It is gone. Matt Olson turns around Josh Hader and walks off the Brewers in game one of a three-game series. You're listening to A's Cast. One pitch on the way. Is swung on and drilled to left. Way back. Gisprevsky will turn and watch. And the A's have tied it up on a ninth inning grand slam by Stephen Piscotti. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. I'm Alex Jensen in for Chris Townsend on this Saturday. And the A's fall 10-4 to Houston in game 161. Of this 2021 season, of course, the A's eliminated from the postseason a few days ago, but still some things to talk about. But before we do that, let's hear what Bob Melvin has to say after today's ball game. Start with Nat Kawahara. Hi, Bob. Um, what kind of a shift was it just to have uh, Tucker make that catch at the wall to, to Rob Kemp for the home run there in the sixth? That was a big shift. I mean, it's a tie game. It's also a big shift when Chris Davis's ball you know, ends up hitting the roof in fair territory, you play it foul territory, it's dead, but that ball is going to be so far over the fence that you would think common sense would rule and they would do something like MLB would have something like Tampa where they'd have a line or some, some mark up there uh, to show you what a home run would be. Cause that ball is probably going to hit the glass hit 107 miles an hour. So unfortunately we didn't catch a break there, obviously with Tony's ball, it's a tie game and, you know, credit Tucker getting a good jump and making a good play. 
Uh, so it was a ruling that they gave you for uh, Davis's ball that it was foul and thus out. That a foul ball is just dead. A fair ball off the roof, you just play it. But like I said, in that instance, with those Crawford boxes as, as short as they are, that would easily been a home run. Jess Kleinschmidt. Hey, Bob, kind of uh, tailing off of that, did the umpires add any more context to what they were saying? And what was Chris kind of saying? Because um, he, he obviously seemed confused about it as well. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's the same on every roof everywhere. Where it's striking point, if it hits fair, you play it. If it hits foul, it's dead. So it was, it was a mood point as far as that goes. But the ball would have been easily a home run. So that's what I think Chris was frustrated about. And have you done dealt with a situation like that before? Dealt with it here before. It's it's happened enough here where they should do something about it. Martin Gallegos. Bob, um, you guys, we've asked you about Tony a lot here recently, but um, from now before hit night and kind of sparked the offense early on. What can you say just about what he's been able to do for you guys over the past couple months? He's had a great year, you know, let alone the last couple months. And you know, whether we lead him off, whether we hit him down the lineup, whether he plays second or whether he plays left. Um, he's just had a great year. This is the best year he's ever had. And, um, I know he's feel, feels comfortable here in Oakland and, you know, we treat him good. He treats us good. Back to Matt. I was wondering how you would maybe evaluate, uh, how Caprillian has finished the season, especially since moving to the bullpen. Yeah, I thought, I thought he did great today. You know, just, just the one, you know, just the one, uh, hit to Brantley other than that, you know, picked us up and gave us some innings because we've been in a little trouble there. How had he not been able to go as far as he did, but I think all in all, he had it. Look, he had a good year. He, uh, you know, we never thought we would get this kind of mileage out of him just over a four ERA. And that included the two runs today at one point in time was pitching as well as anybody on our team. So he had a good year. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Bob. That's Bob Melvin after today the uh, A's 10-4 loss. I'm glad he gave some context, by the way, to that Chris Davis ball off the roof because our guys, Ken and Vince, aren't in the stadium. They can't really see exactly what's going on. I mean, that can be a tough play to pick up, you know, just watching a TV feed. You think about it, watching TV at home. And, you know, I didn't realize during that play, watching it on TV and also listening to our broadcast, that that ball was going to be as Bob Melvin said, so far gone. And, you know, when that happened, uh, I believe that would have made it a 6-4 to four game, if I'm not mistaken. It was a fly ball. It would have been a two-run home run. And, yeah, it would have been a 6-4 to four game, and that kind of changes the complexion of the way that game unfolds. But that's a great point by Bob Melvin that, I mean, normally you have some a set of circumstances that if the ball – you know, hits a certain ring, like in Tampa, that it's a home run. I mean, I know that's a hard thing for the umpires to determine on the field. It's kind of like <laughs> like when a punt goes out of bounds, right, and you see the referee running up the sideline. I mean, there's no way he can tell where exactly that ball crossed out of bounds. It'd be the same thing here if the ball hit a beam that was just barely beyond, if it's a high-towering fly ball and it hit a beam just barely beyond the wall. You know, it'd be hard to tell from the field if, if that ball was going to land out or not. Uh, so maybe that's the reasoning for that rule. If it's in fair territory, it's a live ball. It's such a short porch there in Houston. Uh, but I'm glad Bob Melvin gave, gave some you know clarity to that situation uh, because that was a confusing play, at least watching it here on TV. All right, let's go back to the phones. Gary in San Jose, thanks for calling in, Gary. You're on A's Clubhouse. Yeah, man, how's it going? So so a couple of things here. So I think I also heard it from another guy. So I was listening to, to – 
Townsend, I think it was like last week. There was another caller, same thing with me. And it's crazy, right? Because it's, I don't know if you guys know this, but the season total for the A's this year was set at 86 and a half. So uh, I personally, every year, you know, I go to Vegas and I put a little money on it just to have the season total and also the A's to make the playoffs or not. And it's sitting right at 86 and a half. And I think today was, uh, you know, obviously we have 86 wins. And it's crazy, right? Because, you know, the last six games, you know, um, actually, no, actually the last five games, I guess. So, so before they played the Manners, I think we needed to go two and six, and you know, for for us to 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 hit that eighty-six and a half mark, which is what you know all the experts predicted A's to do. And it's crazy, right? Because we're down to the last game. So a couple of questions here: um, Do you think you know that since the Astros have wrapped everything up, do you think they're going to sit most of their starters tomorrow? And also, I mean, I think you guys you talked about it earlier about how you know what the season would have been. I mean, I think the biggest thing would have been if what if. What if what if uh, Bassett never got that you know bait that line drive hitting off his face right I think that changed the whole season right there and also uh, a couple of the blown saves um, versus the Giants in that in that Bay you know in the in the, uh, in the Bay Ridge series a couple of weeks back I think that we never got over that and I think you know the you know just another thing too that the Chris Davis uh, towering shot uh, you know Kemp getting getting that uh, that home run robbed from him it, you know I, I was looking at the Twitter feed on the games and stuff like that and it was one of the I forgot which writer it is, you know, just saying how, like, you know, that that's devastating, right? And just like any other Saturday for us as A's fans this year, it's just everything that can go wrong has gone wrong. It just, you know, nothing felt right this year. And it just, <laughs> for the team until it's totally to be 86 and a half to be, you know, on the 80, you know, 162 games to decide that, I think that totally speaks what's going to happen for, uh, what what happened this, this, this year for the, for the A's. Oh, no doubt. I mean, it just, it felt like, especially down the stretch, right, just, the A's never got the breaks. I, d- didn't it feel that way? First of all, you took the over on the eighty-six and a half, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think here's the thing, right? So, so, so when 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 they swept the uh, the the Astros, you know, right, and and then we're we're going to Seattle, I was like, wow, we just only have to win two games out of the eight, right? And then I was thinking about it, I was like, wow, you know, like it would be really sad if we just went to the last game and then had to like, you know, all the marbles and you know, all the chips on the table on that on the last game. And it's also the fact that you know we're out of the playoffs, nothing really to play for. So, I mean, do you know if they're going to sit everyone? I mean, what's the, what's the deal with the Astros? I mean, they yeah. already locked everything up. Right? I would imagine they'd sit, like a guy like Michael Brantley, right, who's dealt with some knee issues lately, just came off the injured list, you know, less than a week ago. I mean, talking to Robert Ford before the game today, I mean, they're a better team when he's playing left field. So they're going to do everything they can with him, uh, you know, to to allow him to play left field. Jose Altuve didn't play yesterday. I mean, it's anybody's guess with – with some of these guys, but they rested Carlos Correa today. Uh, you know, they rested Maldonado. You know, some of those guys might get back in there because I think there is something to be said for staying in a rhythm in baseball. You don't want to give some of these guys too many days off, you know, so they kind of fall out of it. I mean, some, you know, especially some of these guys that, you know, took an O for Bregman could be in there. I don't know what Dusty Baker is going to do. I mean, it's anybody's guess, but I don't think you're going to see their regular lineup. Yeah, I mean, I think another thing is too is that what do you think would have happened if I mean, I mean, I hate I hate to do the would have could have game, right? But <laughs> but Chris Bassett in that line drop off his yeah. face. I mean, literally that was what the last two months of the year. I mean, he's our best starter. He was our all star. I mean, he finished the year what with twelve wins this year, and and man, I mean, that that really put a dent in our playoff hopes. I mean, I know that we were. I think at that time when he got hit, I think we were. I think in the second wild card spot. I think that was back in what. Uh, mid-August, I believe, if I remember you correctly. And that line drive off his face, and then, you know, it was like, wow, I mean, we lost that game. I mean, and also on top of that, we lost our starter or ace for, right. for what, like, for like six weeks after that. And it was just devastating. But one after another, it was then, then, then it was all those different games that we blew. You know, it was against the, um, uh, it was the against Giants. the Giants. And I remember the, 
I remember that game against the, uh, the 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 Blue Jays where we're up like six six runs going into the eighth or something like that, and then all of a sudden the Jays just mounted this crazy comeback and they did it again the next night. It was just it was just devastating loss after devastating loss, and it's just I mean, if you know, you know, it's funny because I actually watched. Um, Moneyball the other day. Just it was just on my on my TV. I was just on like I think it was like Amazon Prime or something. I was like, oh, just watch Moneyball. And it was like the tenth time watching it, and I just sit there and I was just feeling myself. I was like, oh my god, I'm, I'm Brad Pitt looking at it. Like, oh, I, you know, just sitting there. I couldn't even watch the game anymore. It was just it's not even about the the wager. It was just about the fact that you know we had such high hopes for the season. We were, yeah. uh, you know, we had that incredible run in the year. I mean, we lost what like six in a row to start the year, and then we. We went went off and what it's like thirteen or fourteen in a row I think like it was in early June when we did that or, or May right we had that long winning streak and everything was like wow we're in first place everything looks great we have a great you know starting starting pitching Montas was pitching great Bassett was doing really well even our bullpen was holding up pretty well you know we we um, then Laureano got suspended for 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 enhancement drugs for ninety nine games and then and then everything started falling apart after that right yeah <laughs> you know, I mean I think. I think you hit the nail on the head, like when when Bassett got hit in the head, because at that point in the season, right, the A's were coming off, you know, winning. I think it was eight in a row, uh, no, seven in a row after you know from August fourth to the twelfth, and they had won eight out of their last nine since the trade deadline. So after they picked up Marte and Harrison and Gomes and Chafin, they went eight out of nine in in early August. And after that Cleveland series, if you remember in mid-August, they go to Texas and they lose two out of three. And that was a real bummer because then you have the White Sox coming up next on the road. And for Chris Bassett, you know, who's really been the, the leader of this pitching staff, one of the leaders in, in this clubhouse for the last few years, you know, for him to go down the way he went down, to your point, really kind of, you know, hung a black cloud over everything, right? You know, as soon as that happened, that game was out the window. Then they lose a one-run game the next day, you know, three to two. They hang on for a 5-4 win, you know, in the series finale. You can say, okay, finally they get out of Chicago. They come back. They beat the Giants in the opening series, the Bay Bridge series here at Ring Central Coliseum. And then those two just, you know, back-breaking losses um, you know, with Lamonte Wade Jr., you know, Trevino giving it up in the ninth. And the six five loss the yep, on August 21st. And then the 22nd, another pinch hit home run off A.J. Puck. Uh, for a two, and it, it just felt like the A's could never get out of that. They had a little flash when they won three in a three in a row and four out of five, taking two out of four against the Yankees, including that you know dramatic win on national TV on Sunday Night Baseball. Uh, but they just and then the series in Toronto. I think that was I don't want to say that was the nail in the coffin because you know I mean Seattle was really the nail in the coffin for the A's, but uh, that series in Toronto was just tough. You mentioned the you know the eleven to ten loss in the in the in the series opener. Uh, and it was just, you know, I mean, that so, uh, yeah, I think you circle that's really it goes back to that series in Texas, followed by the series in Chicago when Chris Bassett got hit in the face. I mean, that that, you know, that really started this kind of tailspin because you're coming off the sweep of, the, of Cleveland and you're going into Texas thinking, OK, this is a team that's going to lose 100 games, at least two out of three. And to lose two out of three there was was a tough one to swallow. And you back that up with the White Sox series and back it up with the Giants series. I mean, that's, you know, it's tough to come back from. And, and even still, the A's were in a position to contend until just a few days ago. Well, I mean, I think the other thing is, too, I mean, we never, I mean, I love, I love our manager, right? But I think there's a lot to be said about his, his selection on, on, on the relievers as well. I mean, um, you know, a couple of those series, I mean, we're looking at this, right? I mean, I think even the last week or so, you know, Bassett, he looks great. I mean, I mean we pull him after what, four innings, right? On his first start, I mean, that's understandable. Even his second start, he pulled him early. 
And then we have our best pitcher on the mound, uh, Frankie Montas. I mean, it was like what, like three three games ago when he was when he had, when he allowed those two what is unearned runs, and then we pulled him. I think it was somewhere in like the sixth inning, and then he he, he was his pitch count was like in the eighties or nineties or something like that. He, I mean, it's just for for our bullpen to be so shaky, and we're you know we're hanging on a thread. We still have hopes on on playoffs at that time. I mean, obviously we're still trailing what two or three teams at that time for for the second wild card, but but we still have a shot, and we pull. In my mind, Frankie Montas is our ace right now. We pulled him, you know, in, in, in September while he's, you know, on, on 90 pitches. It's, it just doesn't make sense for me, and especially when you go to, to to our bullpen where, like you mentioned, AJ Puck. You got you got you got guys in there that just look shaky, right? You got, you know, I, I can't even imagine like what's going on back there. I mean, it's just yeah. those guys. Like when you go up there, like the late innings, you just know we're going to lose the game in the last like you know the last two weeks or so. Yeah, and like, I, nobody's in race. I can't imagine what it was like for the guys on the field either to try and shake that feeling, right? I mean, when you've got a guy as reliable as Andrew Chafin going out there in the middle of that spell and giving up the lead, I mean, that's really tough to swallow. That's really tough to swallow. Um, so, I mean, I, I think what, what do you think is what do you think is going to happen next season, right? Because I think you know the other caller earlier talked about well, we lost Simeon, we lost, um, you know, obviously we had Rosenthal right, was our was our closer, and we lost him to to uh, to to injury, but then we also you know gave up on. Uh, on on God, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. Who was our closer last year? The, the All Star, Liam Hendricks. Um, Liam I mean, Hendricks, you you knew that Liam Hendricks wasn't coming back, though, right? I mean, it was too expensive for us, right? right? But I think, I mean, but here's the thing: Liam Hendricks, I think, left for what 12 million, I believe, somewhere on that range. But we didn't we sign uh, our, our Rosenthal for about nine or ten million, right? So it wasn't that much off. Deferred, one year deferred. Oh. I mean, Liam Hendricks was looking for a multi-year deal. Got it, got it. So that's the difference, right? But I think, I mean, it's just. Liam Hendricks got three years for $54 million and a team right. option for twenty four. I mean, there's just no way. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, a I lot mean, for just, a closer for anybody. That's right. That's right. And then, and then I mean, and Simeon, I mean, oh my God, the type of season he's hitting. And then you mentioned the, you mentioned the, uh, the Blue Jays series, right? I just remember that. I remember vividly yeah. when he hit that home run. I was just yeah. thinking online. line. I was like, that guy used to play for us last year, right? Yeah. And two years ago, he was MVP candidate. And now he's playing on the other team and breaking our backs, right? On a, on a, Mounting a mounting a you know six run comeback or whatever that was at that uh, the opening the opening game of that series. Well, I mean, yeah. so I, I mean, yeah. Let, I mean what do you think is lighting a tunnel? I think. Well, let's well, let's us, look. I mean, at, think? Let's look at next year, right? That that was that was your question. That's right. Yeah. So well, I mean, a tunnel. I mean, what do you think we're gonna do? I mean, if we have Montas. I think it's great. You know, Manaya has been great, right? I mean, what else is on 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 the table for us next year? Well, the entire rotation's under contract, right, for next season. Uh, I think Chris Bassett is eligible for arbitration. There might be a Shamanaya, I believe, is too. There might be a couple other, you know, more of those guys. But right there, I mean, if you have starting pitching, you have a chance. Then you throw in, you know, maybe you get a bounce back season for Matt Chapman. We know he's capable of it. Uh, Matt Olson was is one of the, you know, we heard from Ken Korak in the pregame show. He's one of the top ten sluggers in the game right now. Probably he might be the best left-handed slugger in the game right now. Uh, Chad Pinder will be back for a full season, we hope, you know, hopefully. Tony Kemp, I don't think he's a free agent. Mark Hanna is, Marte is, Harrison is. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know who they're going to be able to retain, but I think you've got the pieces of a team that could potentially contend next season in that starting rotation and the core of your position players. Steven Piscotty is under contract for next year. We forget about him. I mean, he basically had a lost season. Remember back in 2018, he was one of the A's main run producers. He was already had 26 bombs, and he, I mean, he was, he, he was right field. He was playing solid right field. He was a plus right fielder. And That's right. Basically, the last two years he missed it. And right? let's not forget Ramon uh, Laureano. You know, even though he had the suspension, 
He he will be back next year once he finishes. I think he's going to have twenty or so games to serve uh, when he comes back next season. If I'm not mistaken, I mean that could be wrong, but um, but he will be back again next year. He's I, under contract. I think he's done with this uh, with this with this thing. I think he had ninety nine games. I believe that's what it was. I think he got it. I think he when he got it, he was. He, they said he was just to come back in the year. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think he should be back next year. But. I mean, the final question for me is, what do you think I should do tomorrow? Because I do have this uh, this wager of 86 and a half. I mean, I, like, you know, it was funny because I, cause I actually put some money on it. on Because on, uh, I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, I got a few games left. I could just keep, you know, putting money on the other team. And that way I can make up for my ticket in case they lose. And I'm thinking to myself. So I did actually today. I put a little bit of money on the Astros. Just a little bit of, just to try it out. And then I was like, okay. So, so you're, hedging, money, you're hedging your bet down. then, huh? I am because like, you know, every year I do like a pretty sizable bet on this, and I'm like, oh man, what should I do? And I just remember, I mean, whoever is listening, I remember there was a caller that called in on the same show, and he called in about I think be two weeks ago, and he was he was talking to Townsend about the the wind toll, and he was pretty confident at that time. I was, I was too. I was like, oh, that's pretty. <laughs> I was too. Half, right? I mean, I didn't, you know I didn't, I mean? you know, I didn't bet on it, but I, you know, eighty six and a half, I would have hammered that. I mean, this is a team that won ninety seven games back to back years when they were last full seasons. Yeah, and last year, right? They're in the playoffs. They were in first. I mean, they were in first place last year. I mean, they they were they were in the playoffs last year. I mean, it was a abbreviated season, but man, so, I don't know. What do you think I should do? do they, I mean, the thing is, are they going to fit their starters? I mean, do, here, here's what, I'm like, I don't even watch the game. Yeah, I mean, well, you already have your 80s. I, I think you should listen to the game on A's cast. That's what I think you should do. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking my call, man. You're the best, and I yeah, hopefully for uh, you know, see what happens tomorrow. Now. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have a good off season, and then tomorrow or uh, next season, let's go for let's go for a, uh, better luck, I guess, in, in our in for the East fans. Gary, appreciate the phone call, man. Good luck on the eighty-six and a half. Thank you. All right, uh, before we move along, let's pause ten seconds. Station identification. Uh, you're listening to A's Cast. A's Cast streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg nine sixty KNEW Oakland and KOSF one hundred three point seven FM HD two San Francisco. All right, once again, the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. We can go in a bunch of directions here. I mean, we've talked about heading into the offseason. We've talked about tomorrow. We've talked about uh, some of these other. I mean, there's you know, 40 home runs is still on the table for Matt Olson. 50 steals is on the table for Starling Marte. So we'll, we'll get into all that next on the A's Clubhouse Show. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. Small businesses have been dealing with the ongoing impact of the pandemic, social unrest, and environmental events. Small businesses owned by people of color have been some of the hardest hit. Comcast Rise was created to invest in the success of these critical businesses. Rise assists small businesses owned by people of color with complimentary marketing, creative, and technology services and equipment to sustain and grow their businesses. The Comcast Rise Investment Fund has just announced a new opportunity for targeted cities, including Oakland, where business owners of color 
including Hispanic, Black, Asian American, and others have the opportunity to apply for $10,000 in monetary grants. You can apply between October 1st and 14th, 2021. A total of 100 grants equaling $1 million will be awarded for businesses in Oakland during November of this year. For more information and to apply starting October 1st, visit ComcastRise.com. Francis Ford Coppola Winery is home to wine, food, and adventure. Located just 90 minutes north of Oakland, we invite you to sip through award-winning wines like Diamond Collection Claret and enjoy the magic of Sonoma County in a family-friendly atmosphere known for its superior level of quality and integrity. Book a tasting and learn more at FrancisFordCoppolaWinery.com. Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. A's fans, New Era Cap is proud to be the official cap of your Oakland Athletics. Next time you visit the Coliseum, be sure to drop by the New Era Cap stand to pick up your A's New Era Authentic Collection Cap. Remember, you can always visit us at neweracap.com to shop our latest selection, including our limited edition and exclusive drops. New Era Cap, the official on-field cap of Major League Baseball. At Lowe's, we believe fashion and function should live together, especially when it comes to flooring. That's why we put together a showroom with the top stylish brands like Bruce Hardwood, Smartcore Luxury Vinyl, and Satori Tile, all known for their reliable durability. See everything our showroom has in store for you. Order now and get it installed with help from Lowe's. Home to any budget, home to any possibility. Install available in-store only and through independent contractors. See Lowe's.com for details and licensing. U.S. only. Hey, A's fans, want to get away? Southwest Airlines has you covered. Southwest Airlines offers direct flights from Oakland to Hawaii, where you can catch some rays, ride the waves, or relax on the beach. Not a Rapid Rewards member? Sign up for free today to earn points when you fly. Learn more at Southwest.com. Southwest Airlines, an official partner of the Oakland A's. It's Super Start Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. That means you can get up to a $25 gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of your Super Start Battery. Return power, performance, and reliability to your car, truck, motorcycle, and more with Super Start Batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
This is A's Clubhouse. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse show. I'm Alex Jensen in for Chris Townsend on this Saturday after the A's fall to the Astros 10 to 4 in game 161. We are six outs away from absolute chaos tomorrow as uh well the Mariners are leading the Angels 3 to 1 in the top of the 8th and Brandon Marsh is at the plate with uh, Shohei Otani on deck representing the tying run and a 3-2 count. So Paul Seawald on for the Mariners. He's going to have to keep Brandon Marsh off the bases. Of course, the Mariners lose this game. They are eliminated from postseason contention. But if they win this game, all of a sudden, Seattle, Toronto, Boston, and the Yankees are all one game apart from each other for two spots in the wild card race. I mean, it's setting up to be a phenomenal final day of the regular season. All right, let's go back out to the phones. Coach in Los Alamos. Coach, you're on A's Clubhouse. Hey, Alex, how you doing? I'm good, Coach. How are you? Good, good. So I wanted to ask you about the A's scouting because uh, you're a St. Mary's guy, and they, the A's seem to miss out on a lot of local guys. And they have um, – they're pretty good at judging talent, like in the minors and the majors, but sometimes they don't seem to get it done in the draft. Every once in a while they do. But, like, Cor- did you play with Corbin Burns? I did not. He came a little bit after me. Oh, okay. I played well, with I mean, him in an alumni little... game, though. Well, there you go. <laughs> okay. What what kind of scouting do the – like, even now I'm watching this Seattle game. You know, Flexen is from Newark and – you know, Hanniger is a local guy. And Hanniger was drafted pretty high. You know, we we chose to take someone else, but it, it didn't work out. You know, we, we took Robertson instead of, of Hanniger. But um, what kind of scouting did, do you, did you see from the A's when you were playing? Did they have local scouts at the games? And how, how do we miss on, on local guys? They had scouts at the games. They weren't scouting me. I can tell you that much. So they, <laughs> they got that one right. Uh, but, you know, you, you talk about Mitch Hanniger. I mean, this is a guy that's, you know, been in three different organizations already. You know, so, yeah, he was a first-round pick, right, out of Cal Poly. 31st round out of high school in Archbishop Mitty. But, I mean, look at the A's lineup tonight, right, and, and some of your cornerstones. Matt Olson, A's draftee. Chad Pinder, A's draftee. You know, Matt Chapman, A's draftee. Sean Murphy, who I think is going to be in for a big bounce-back year next year. He was also drafted by the A's. You know, so I, you know, I, I can't really speak to the A's scouting. I, I mean, they're out there for sure. They're in every single, uh, you know, every single territory, every corner of the United States. They're, they're A's scouts going to games, trying to find players to draft. I look at the last couple of drafts, you know. I mean, the early return. I was in Stockton this year with Tyler Soderstrom. That's a local guy. You know, the early returns are great. I mean, I know he made it, hasn't made it to the big leagues yet. He's not close, but I mean, you're talking about a top 50 prospect in baseball. The kid's 19 years old and was playing high school baseball 16 months ago, you know, 18 months ago. Um, so yeah, I, I can't really speak to that. I mean, I, I think that the A's have certainly had some success in the draft. Uh, and, again, their lineup is is evidence of that. Um, I think they've been really shrewd in making moves for undervalued prospects in other teams' organizations. I mean, by hook or by crook, you know, if you get the players to your big league level, I mean, does it really matter if you drafted them? Coach, you there? No longer there. All right, Coach, call back if you can. Uh, we do have sound coming in from Tony Kemp, and uh, I did see a quote from him on Twitter about, you know, loving playing for the A's, and he had a career high 
uh, four hits tonight. So let, let's get to that sound from Tony Kemp after today's ball game. Straff with Jess Kleinschmidt. Hey, Tony. Uh, congrats on a, on a four-hit night. Uh, is it a little bit extra special, perhaps, against a former team of yours, these types of nights? And will t- uh, Kyle Tucker be getting any texts later tonight for taking your home run? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I wish we could have, um, you know, won a game, but we have a chance to win a series tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, just, I mean, any four-hit game against any team would have felt good, to be honest with you. Um, I guess it just happened to come against Houston. But, um, you know, I need to clean up some base running things, and (laughs) hopefully I'll fix that tomorrow. But um, hopefully we can come out here tomorrow and get a win. Martin Gallegos. Hey, Tony. um, How fun has it been just to be part of this team and be able to play more than you ever have in your career? Um, Obviously, you guys, you know, didn't reach your goal of making the playoffs, but you've put together a pretty good year here. How satisfying has this been for you? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, a lot of hard work and a lot of stuff in the offseason. You know, it takes me back to a trip that I I flew up to New York and uh, put in some work for three or four days and came back, and I really felt like uh, that – Rochester, New York trip, I went up there and just put some things together and it's really paying dividends this year. And, you know, when I got traded to Oakland two years ago, um, told my wife, I kind of felt like it was a great fit for me. Um, and yeah, just blessed to be in this position and I uh, love the guys, love everything about the Oakland A's and um, hopefully I can play here long term. Matt Kalahara. Hi, Tony. Um, what was the, the Rochester trip? Was that mid-season this year or was that before this year? So uh, that trip came in January. Um, me and Max Stassi are still close friends. We just flew up to Rochester and he knew a guy with a cage and uh, just went up there and put in some work. And, uh, I, you know, Stassi had a great year uh, last year and I really wanted to pick his brain on what he did well. And uh, we were able to just work out some kinks and uh, we pretty much did two a days for two straight days and uh, hit from eight to 11, went to lunch and then hit from one to four and then did that for two straight days. And, uh, you know, hooked myself up to, to some technology and just figured out how my body worked through the zone and uh, not to think about my hands. And uh, I guess this year, kind of just able to put it together with the amount of volume and the amount of plate appearances I was able to get. And then just at mid-season, like maybe for July, um, that was really the only period at which uh, production maybe dropped a little bit. But the last two months, we were able to kind of pick it up again. Was there a key for you to doing that? Yeah, every professional season, I always feel like I start off pretty good and then I hit this lull and then I just pick it back at the at the end just because I feel like my mental is just like, you know, grinded through these last two months and uh, just be able to put together some at-bats and uh, you know, I've honestly, you know, these past couple, these weeks, I just wanted to go out there and pretend like I was playing summer ball when I was 18 years old, just not even thinking about mechanics, not thinking about anything. And honestly, just wanted to have fun with the, with the guys. And especially, you know, when we got kicked out of not making the playoffs, I, you know, really just wanted to go out there and have fun and, uh, just, just smile. And I feel like that's when you play your best baseball. Sometimes, we get wrapped up and this is our occupation. This is our job that we don't smile and have fun and forget that we're playing a game for a living. So just want to have fun. Let's finish with Jess Kleinsmith. Uh, when you had the trade to Oakland and you, you said that you talked to Michelle about the fit would be good for Oakland. What were some of the variables that would, that made it a good fit? 
Yeah. So the funny thing is um, we watched Moneyball probably a week prior to, and that was the first time I had seen it. It had been out for probably three, four, five years at that point. And some random day after I worked out, uh, we were just browsing through Amazon video. And we're just like, man, she's like, I haven't seen Moneyball. And I was like, oh, I've already, I, I know what it's about. But then I watched it and I was like, man, you know what? The Oakland A's would be a great fit. You know, I feel like I know how to get on base, play good defense and just kind of fit into that role that um, I feel like I've watched so many players become when they come to Oakland. And yeah, a week later, I, I, I get done with the workout and get a call from the Cubs. And they said they, they traded me for Alfonso Rivas. And here we are. All right. Thank you. Thanks. I love that, man. I, Tony Kemp. He's also, by the way, a finalist for the Roberto Clemente Award. It really just kind of speaks to the type of guy he is. And I just I love the smiling and having fun aspect. You know, I mean, at times this year down the stretch when the A's were struggling and, you know, how could you not? It looked like they were gripping it a little bit. And, you know, that's from my perspective. I mean, I, I didn't, you know, full disclosure, I was with the Stockton Ports all year. You know, I didn't get to watch every single A's game, but it just felt like at times they, they, they were just gripping it a little bit. And, um, but you know, I, I just love that from Tony. Kemp. I hope he's around with the A's for a while. It just seems like a good clubhouse guy. He's had a great year as we talked about earlier. Um, just good stuff from Tony Kemp. By the way, we have some serious action in Seattle right now, but the Dodgers have won. Uh, the Dodgers have won. So they are one game back of the giants, but the Mariners have just given up a three, one lead, uh, a three run home run by Jared Walsh has uh, given the Angels a 4-3 lead in the top of the eighth. So the Angels now lead the Mariners 4-3 in the top of the eighth on a three-run home run by Jared Walsh off Paul Seawald. And again, if the Mariners lose this game, they are eliminated. So uh, interesting happenings right now in Seattle. All right, now it's time to see what's on deck, presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber, for all your building remodel and remodeling needs, learn more at ashbylumber.com. Dot com 11:10 for your A's total access pregame show and uh, you'll all get Chris Townsend back and I will too I'll be listening Chris Townsend will be back tomorrow Billy Owens the guests include Billy Owens and Martin Gallegos with Vince Catronio 12:10 first pitch right here on uh, on A's cast and the uh, and the Oakland A's radio now, you have the Angels call it sounds like should we let's hear let's hear the Angels call from Jared Walsh's three run home run to put the Halos up by one over the Mariners in the eighth inning. Batter now is Walsh and the pitch, and he swings at that one and lifts a high drive into deep right center field. Out of here! Wow! Jared Walsh exploded on that pitch. That is a three-run homer right there, and the Angels have taken a 4-3 lead. How about that? How about that? I mean, we, <laughs> yeah, you, you can't ask for much more in this baseball season, and tomorrow is going to be wild. You're going to have at least three teams, you know, vying for that uh, those two wild card spots in the American League. You're going to have at least the, the Yankees, Red Sox, and Blue Jays, none of whom are playing each other. The Mariners need to win this game right now. They trail 4-3 to three in the eighth to have a shot. And, uh, and in the National League, in the National League West, 
The Giants, their magic number is one to clinch the division. If they lose and the Dodgers win tomorrow, a one-game playoff on Monday between the Giants and the Dodgers to try and avoid that one-game playoff against the Cardinals and host the winner of that one-game playoff in the National League Division Series. Again, once more, what's on deck? Brought to you by Ashby Lumber. For all your building and remodeling needs, learn more at ashbylumber.com. 11.10 a.m., A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, including Billy Owens and Martin Gallegos with Vince Catronio. And a 12.10 first pitch between the A's and the Astros in game 162. It'll be Cole Irvin going for the A's and Jose Urquidy for the Astros, who have uh, already clinched. Uh, home field advantage for the their division series against the Chicago White Sox. My thanks to Robert Costa in our studio tonight. Thanks to all of you for listening, for tuning in. I'm Alex Jensen once more in again for Chris Townsend. And Townie will be back with you tomorrow at 11.10 for uh, A's total access before a 12-10 first pitch in game 162 between the A's and the Astros. So for Robert and Ken and Vince, this is Alex Jensen saying so long from... Well, I guess right next to the Coliseum. And once more, your final score tonight. The A's fall to the Astros 10-4. to Hey, A's fans. Summer is finally here, and that means home improvement projects. Still thinking about replacing your old windows? Consider beautiful, energy-efficient windows from Milgard. Let our team of experts help you turn your house into your dream home. Explore the door and window showrooms at Ashby Lumber in Berkeley and Concord today. Use code word AceFan and receive a special discount on your beautiful, energy-efficient windows and patio doors by Milgard at Ashby Lumber. Learn more at ashbylumber.com or visit our stores in Berkeley and Concord. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. California road trips are epic, and Northern California families count on Honda to explore every mile. With Honda sensing safety features, legendary dependability, and gas mileage so amazing you can see most of the California coast on a single tank. And right now, get epic deals on Honda Civic, Accord, and more. Visit your NorCal Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Francis Ford Coppola Winery is home to wine, food, and adventure. Located just 90 minutes north of Oakland, we invite you to sip through award-winning wines like Diamond Collection Claret and enjoy the magic of Sonoma County in a family-friendly atmosphere known for its superior level of quality and integrity. Book a tasting and learn more at FrancisFordCoppolaWinery.com. Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California. This is Chris Townsend for my favorite golf course in the Bay Area, Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Tucked in the beautiful hills of San Jose, Cinnabar Hills offers the finest 27 holes of championship golf in Silicon Valley. Come see the amazing new renovated clubhouse and restaurant, plus patio dining with the most breathtaking views. Cinnabar Hills is far more than a golf course. One of the premier places in the Bay Area to host weddings and any type of events. There's no golf experience like Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Go to CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. Hey, A's fans, want to get away? Southwest Airlines has you covered. Southwest Airlines offers direct flights from Oakland to Hawaii, where you can catch some rays, ride the waves, or relax on the beach. Not a Rapid Rewards member? Sign up for free today to earn points when you fly. Learn more at southwest.com. Southwest Airlines, an official partner of the Oakland A's.
your loan personalized. Whether you're planning your next vacation, backyard landscaping, or even consolidating debt, First United Credit Union can help you check off your to-do list with rates as low as 5.9% APR. Apply online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCUA. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Brantley going back at the track, right to the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. And the A's take a one nothing lead. On the run back is Cannon to the wall. Jumps at the wall. He's got it. A Joe Rudy-type catch against the wall. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast on your device for access to exclusive A's content, including pre- and post-game for every game. Lariano going back at the track right to the wall. He's there, and he makes a phenomenal catch. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball.